all-time favorite Drake verse. <laughs> oh, oh, that's from uh, from Only. That song's so fucked up, though. The song's so good. <laughs> yeah, but it's so like, it's so like explicit. It's very explicit. I love it. But but it's all but the explicitness is so cute. <laughs> I just love the. That's because I want to believe in something, not stand for it. And Nikki, if you ever try to fuck, just give me the heads up so I can plan for it. That's just so like. So... Yeah, but the little little Wayne's is like, I've never fucked Nikki, but I really want to. Yeah, no, I always like skip it when Drake's like, or when Wayne comes on. Because also when Wayne comes on, it just has this like, it sounds like a corpse. Like it's everyone having a good time, and then suddenly he's like, and then I'm not making much again. I'm like, okay, like featuring the Crypt Keeper, like. No freaking thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy song. Huh? Yeah, it's a great song. Um, okay, lupus and say hello to the people. Lupus? Or I was gonna say lupus in, which <laughs> no. is like email talk. <laughs> ah. But if you have lupus, um, now's a good time to confess. I don't have lupus. If I was a doctor, I would call all diagnoses diagnoses confessions. <laughs> like all right sarah like the confess like i have to confess like oh okay right you're hiv positive i'm not sure how many um great your reviews you'd have on webmd <laughs> or whatever fuck yeah like bedsidemanner.net <laughs> yeah bedsidemanner.net you're not getting very great reviews i know should i start an app called bedside manner where you can like troll it's like rate my professor but for doctors that's actually not a bad idea yeah um it's definitely not a good idea, but it's also not a bad one. <laughs> Speaking of doctors. What it, what it, what it. Uh, it's episode 47 of the Good Friends Podcast. Yes, Obby. it is. Yes, it is. If you don't know, then I don't know what you're doing. If y'all are sleeping on this podcast, now's a good time to wake up. I got back from spring training on Sunday, and I have been fucking sick as a dog. Wait. <laughs> Have you really? It's been miserable. Tell it's been a miserable last four or five days. What? Why? Because your immune system took such a fucking beating. Oh my god, dude! Like, uh, just like up late every night. Yeah, I watched your snap stories. You were drinking like the fruitiest, sugariest drinks. I was like, this dude is getting diabetes if he's not getting a hangover. Uh, there, yeah, there was one night where people just kept, I won like a bet, and people kept buying drinks for me, and they. They kept buying me um, AMF. Oh my god, no! That is so yeah, rude. That was awful. <laughs> they wanted to make a, sure you didn't enjoy your spoils. <laughs> so yeah, right. I flew out on a sun on a on Sunday morning at six thirty in the morning. Okay. So Saturday night, I just didn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it was it was such a mess. It was it was so bad. It was so. I left like four things back in Arizona. What'd you leave? Like my hat, my headphones, my iPhone charger. Oh my god! It was a, it was a, it was a mess. It was a <laughs> fucking mess. I had I, I was at the airport. I spilled a gigantic twenty ounce iced coffee all over me. <laughs> it was so bad. Did you really? Where was it from? Don't say DD. It was no. It was some. It was from some shitty Arizona, uh, like airport cafe. Like Doctor Frap. Yeah, it was like Doctor Frap <laughs> or some bullshit. You spilled it on you? Paint the picture. It was picture. all over myself. It was all over myself. Wait, that just turned just, me on. I was hungover as hell. Oh, my God. Sitting. It was like 5.45 in the morning. I, I like, barely made it to the airport alive. Uh, I have, like, all of my luggage with me. I'm sitting there eating this, like, really shittily assembled 
airport breakfast. Oh my god! And I don't even know how it happened, but I just dropped it, and it just landed all over myself. Oh my god! I have actual anxiety. I didn't even make a noise. I just like accepted my fate <laughs> and like went into the bathroom and changed, and then and then I was fine. But it was such an oh my awful. God, that's so sad. The world ends not with a bang, but with a whimper. <laughs> Dude, it was it was like the all time whimper. I should have just gotten executed right there. Oh my god! Just like oh god. Yeah. Just like a quiet like. Yeah. Was the airport filled with spring training people? Was ever was it like a, did it look like a refugee camp? Was everyone just like no huddled over? No. No one was stupid enough to catch a six thirty a.m. flight. Why did you do such an early flight? It was cheap. It was the cheapest one. Oh, I would have done the same. Yeah. That is messed up. I am so sorry. At the time, <laughs> I was like, I could do that. Stay up all night. Never doing that again. That is so grim. I'm upset. Amazing and miserable. And miserable. That's what. That's what I'm gonna make sure your bachelor party is. Except I'm going to, like, go out of my way to make it, like, too miserable. Like, I'm going to put, like, a diuretic in your, like, drinks just so you're, like, shitting and throwing up at the same time. And I'm, like, better than spring training, right? With my, like, head halfway <laughs> in the bathroom. Like, is this story more fucked up or the other one? I'm not jealous only that you, I wasn't there. Only if you get it on Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, uh, like a zoom in of your asshole with, like, a, do- like right. a filter with the dog ears. <laughs> yep. Mm. yep. Oh, my God. I've never thought to, like see what my like privates look like with that weird filter that makes your like nose look like <laughs> a girthy I don't think that works. Sitch. Dude, I don't think if you oh maybe you would cuz your cock kind of looks like a nose a little bit. So. Mine specifically? <laughs> I've never seen your cock, but Um watch your language cuz it sounded like that was built on personal experience. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. But you know, they kind of look nose like I'm going to definitely do research and get back to us on the next episode. This is what you do. Shave your pubes down, draw eyes above your wang, mm-hmm. and then I think you could do it. Or get like a, those two like like two glue-on googly eyes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> glue those right on. You know what? Right under your kind of right under your pube fro cuz then it looks like you have hair. Right. I feel like it's going to I feel like it's going to make my penis look like Geraldo Rivera. This is now a, a homework project yeah. that I, that <laughs> Maybe both of us should try. I was going to say, I, I, normally I'm against group projects, but right now I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think in the next episode we should have done our homework and report back on which filter <laughs> of the two that make Made your face look crazy look, is look best for your package. Look them up like a face. <laughs> All right. That sounds fun. Well, sounds anyway, really so fun. That's, it sounds like a good time. Check-in. Well, that sounds like a good check-in. Um, I'm really jealous. Can't wait to go next year. Um... I just have this image of you guys enjoying the game and then me constantly like popping up from below the seats. Like, can you explain what happened? Well, it's the advice episode. Yesterday, Rod solicited questions that the fans want answered. Yeah. Took to Facebook, took to Twitter. And we've got, we've got millions of responses. I want to push people into the next dimension. I want to better their mind, their body, their spirit. Like, people need us. People need our help, and we're here to answer the question. All right. So, the first question. Comes from who? Comes from good friend of the Good Friends podcast, Adam Mash. Long-time listener. I know he takes our words uh, with uh, respect and... and a grain of salt. So it's right. Long-time listener, half-assed friend. That's half-assed like friend. It. So uh, anyway, Adam writes: If you find out a good friend is a Trump supporter, 
Is that enough to entirely abandon a good friend? Does that one trade say that much about them? This is heavy. And also that topical. It's heavy. Heavy and, and topical. It, it just, it's so many things. It, it's about good friends and where we draw the line. It's tough. Okay. So here's the thing about this, right? I think there's so many times where I want to just like go up to people who are. I've never, first of all, I've never actually seen a real life Trump supporter. Right. Me neither. It's and it is, of, it is a, it's a sighting. It is kind of a sighting. I mean, that's something that you would remember seeing. Right. I've never seen one in real life. I assume that if you go to any kind of big local meetup, you're going to bound, you're, it's about, you're bound to see at least one or like a group of them. Right. But we're not, you know... They are everywhere. They walk among us. I, they do walk among us. I think it's maybe... I don't know. I mean, the Trump supporters, at least maybe in our friend circles, if there are Trump supporters, they're like closeted ones. Right. Yes, totally. The Trump supporters that we see are the ones in which like they are a majority in their communities. The ones that walk among us, they're more insidious because they're probably scared. They probably think that we'll beat the shit out of them. I mean, they deserve it, but... Right, which is really the answer to the question. You yeah. drop them. <laughs> yeah, or I think you owe it You owe it to them. If they were your friend, you owe it to them to try to like sit them down and explain to them, even if they're conservative, mm-hmm. even if they're crazy Christians, why Donald Trump is just a liar and a fraud and a clown. I think that's really cute. I'm going to go straight for curb stop. I think that <laughs> you take them outside... And you say, let's have a debate. The proctor is this curb. Bite down. Yeah. And then you stomp. Mm, okay. Okay? You stomp. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I mean, I can't disagree can't with you. Can't condone violence? I can't condone violence, but. Guess who does? <laughs> you. Trump! <laughs> oh, Trump. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> too, yeah. There is no better ending to the life of a Trump supporter than pure, unabashed, viol- racist violence. Because when I think curb stomp, I think of American History X. And this dude's practically, like, a neo-Nazi. Not really, but you know what I mean. I mean, the fact that he, a large <clears throat> base of his supporters are neo-Nazis. What do we do with that fact? That is crazy to me. That is crazy. I mean, okay, so 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 that's the silly answer. But also, like, what do you do? Like, genuinely, what do you do? Pray. How can you? How can you be friends with that person? Right? Oh, it's with that like, person. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a really crazy twist. You'd hope that the person who is supporting Trump, who is your friend, is like jokingly doing it. Right. Like, remember. When his campaign first started going, I was like, this is kind of funny because he's just saying crazy shit. Right. Some then, people bought the hats. Right. But then, like, he started to actually get, garner, like, followers and stuff. And then after that, it was like, holy shit, this guy's dangerous. Right. Abandon. Right. Abandon shit. And then it was too late. I mean, it's one of the worst things about this entire campaign that, like, the origin came from not taking it seriously. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Trump is just such an ideological trigger. Like, it's not even about a belief system. It's about, like, a... A Trump... Like, all what Trump has done and what the scariest thing about these last few months have been is not that he's, like, galvanized... Sorry. Like, a new breed of thinker to think differently. It's that he's 
tapped into a huge portion of the country that has already felt this way for a long time. I mean, the thing, right. And the crazy thing is like the people who are Bernie supporters and the people who are Trump supporters, arguably they want the same thing. Right. Right. You yeah. Want, I mean, they, or rather they were, they're rejecting the same thing. They're rejecting the same thing, but they're also looking for a candidate who works outside of the realm of the politician. Right. right, right. Right. I mean, the part of the thing that like people love about Trump is that he quote he he says that he doesn't take any campaign donations. Right. And he like kind of says what he wants and he doesn't give a shit about the RNC. Mm-hmm. Just like Bernie doesn't really give a shit about the Democratic Party. He he like has been kind of like a rogue weirdo communist guy. Right. Socialist. Socialist. Sorry, not communist. Um, and you know, it's like the same level, the same, like people who have the same uh, income bracket are, it's, it's like, it's like the people who are, it's just so leftist versus rightist, like whether or not you go to church on Sunday, if you go to church on Sunday, then you, and you're pissed off about the government, then you're voting for Trump. Right. You like go to a granola sit in at the local university then and you're poor, you're voting for Bernie. Right. But those those niches are 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 being pushed so far apart from each other that they're it's like they're creating these like two whirlpools. So now you have like people who are not religious. You know, I think there's a lot of relative like maybe like atheists like at Trump rallies. I you know what I mean? Because like the the driving force of one is like hope and for the other one is fear and fear is always a stronger method of corralling than hope is because hope is one is suspicious of the things that might do them good but they're confident of the things that like scare them you know yeah, what i mean it's crazy he's so irresponsible about like remember when there was that he had that rally and someone like grabbed his leg Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I think it was ISIS-related. Yes, he just says shit like this. I mean, like, it's crazy. I mean, there's also just, like, the fact of the matter that, like, most Trump supporters are stupid and most (laughs) Bernie supporters are educated. Yeah. Educated at least in a sense of how the world should work, if not educated in, like, a traditional, like, traditional sense of, like, what education means in this country. So this is why a friend saying that they're a Trump supporter is frightening because it it is a complete for me it would be a complete reconfiguration of this person. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like if somebody showed up to a costume party dressed as like Dr. Evil in 2016. I'd be like your taste <laughs> just shook me. Like Pardon, or if, so, if or if I was like out at a bar and someone did like a Borat voice, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I don't know your got like it's a complete. I don't even know what your taste level is. I don't know what your references are. I don't know what you believe in. Yeah. So anyway. But how I would guess, you push it away? What would you say to this person? You'd be like, dude, I can't believe you're doing that. And right. are you joking? And like, really, really, man. Right. Really. I mean, it's crazy because I. It's also sort of like. What do you do if you are a person of color and you find out your friend is like a Trump supporter? I feel like. Or what if you're a Muslim and you find out your friend is a Trump supporter? Right. Exactly. No, totally. Because like, I think this question, when you like imagine it in my head, it was immediately like two white dudes. And one of those white dudes suddenly turns out to be a Trump supporter. But like, there's an actual. Like you, your friend. I mean, you, you 
you know, you, your family. I would be Muslim. banished. Yeah. I would be, yeah. In theory, I would be like banished from this country. Or if I was like a Mexican American, like if, and there's all this talk of like this wall, just like this wall, like this vague ass wall that just like keeps being brought up. Like, I don't know. I think what it would do if there's an actual like racial divide is it would like create this divide. You, I, I think it's like a different question when it's like a white person thinking about asking like another white person and sort of just being like, whoa, dude, like you think differently than I do versus yeah. if it's me. And I'm like, oh, you think differently about oh, me than yeah, I thought you racist. did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, be, it sort of like refracts back. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The answer is curb stop and move on. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the most succinct answer we have. Yeah. So, Adam, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for your question. That was a good one. That was a good one. And um, watch bu- out. Just buy some, buy some docs. Yeah. Buy some, buy some Doc Martin steel toe. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Invest in a good in a good uh, piece of real estate with many curbs. Yeah, definitely. Open like a Google map and start faving corners of the city with like a nice ass curb situation. I mean, just make sure that you have all your bases covered. Yeah, what I'd say. Totally. Um, and if you have any questions, good friend, just email us at goodfriendspodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll give you some neat Pinteresty curb stomping tips. Yes, on Pinterest, it's going to be a bunch of cute photos with. With filters and yeah. and blood speckles. Yeah. I'll tell you what's better than a curb stop. A curb stop in Valencia. Curb right. stop in Valencia. Um, yeah, the Instagram Is it a filter. Joke? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That makes everything look hazy and summer of lovish. Really I can't spruces argue with up that a one. crime scene. You can't argue with that. It spruces up every crime scene. Like, um, this is grisly, or it was until it got a hint of sepia, and now it looks like a cute archived photo. It's true. It's so true. Thank God, God bless. for the filters. Okay, Rod, can you please read the next question? Question number two comes from good friend Paul Goldberg, who says, I'm going to do my NPR voice. Okay. What defines being basic? I feel both men and women can be basic, but I feel like I can't clearly define why and what differentiates them from others. Hmm. You're going to have to explain this to me because I, I, I've heard the term being thrown around before. Right. Not really sure if it's a good thing, if it's a bad thing. Okay. Well, then I want you actually to tell me, using context clues from when you've heard it, what okay. do you identify basic? I've heard it, I've heard the, I've heard it used in the following phrase. Okay. Uh, referring to, quote, a, quote, a basic bitch, mm-hmm. unquote. Again, not my phrasing. This is just how I've heard it being thrown around. I think it's a good thing because when I've, when I've heard the term basic bitch be thrown around, it's usually referring to a, uh, some, some kind of powerful woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never in... A powerful woman? Right. Okay. Uh, like sexy, powerful woman, maybe like Beyonce, basic bitch. Am I? You're so far. Is it really? <laughs> Am I really? Basic is an insult. Uh, what is it? <laughs> yes. I thought being basic was good. Oh wow! Severely wrong. <laughs> Ugh, Jesus. Um, I thought being well, like I, was, a, I wonder why you thought that. That is so crazy. I thought being basic <laughs> was a good thing. No. <laughs> No, so no, 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 no. <laughs> so being a bad bitch is good, but being a basic bitch is Yeah, being is a not bad good. bitch is good and being a basic bitch is bad. Jesus Christ. How yeah. the fuck are you supposed to keep track of all this shit? I mean, I'm so I, that's so funny that you thought it was a good thing. Okay, so what what defines being basic? Okay, well, first of all, 
I okay, here's my problems with basic. First of all, it's really just a term you only use pretty much with women. So it feels a little bit like a derogatory term for like boring girls. That's what basic means. Basic is like oh. pumpkin spice latte. It's like Ugg boots. It's like plain jeans. Leggings. Leggings, yeah, like always wearing leggings with like boots and like a big college sweater. And then like walk around with like a um, like your sorority sweater and like walk like getting a pumpkin spice latte. Um, and, like waddling. Like someone basic would like take a picture and be like like of her on like a road trip being like like going upstate with this guy and it's like a picture of her and her like boyfriend. With the duck <laughs> with the duck lips. <laughs> duck lips would be you know, duck lips is a different kind of basic. I feel like I don't know. It's really tough. Basic implies like a it's sort of like it's about taste. It's like about somebody's um yeah it's about someone's taste so duck lips wouldn't be basic because that would sort of i don't know when i see duck, duck lips i think of maybe sort of like i don't know it's tough it's really vague because a so, bunch of like party girls are also maybe basic like pre-gaming before you know the pre-gaming before sushi pose that like i love doing like you yes. turn to the side hand on your hip and you're like all in a line like the looking over your pose. shoulder the sorority pose that would be basic, even though, like, in theory, those girls are all about to, like, go, like, blackout. Like, so would you say that I am basic and me and my friends are basic for going to Arizona and drinking Coors Light all weekend? Is that a basic thing for a man to do? I just don't know if people use the term for guys. Well, that we, is we could be the first weird. one. We could be the first one. I mean, there are basic guys. Like, bros to me, like, real bros are kind of basic. Like bros who crush protein shakes after going to the gym on leg day. That, to me, is a male, is a basic male guy, yes. But nobody ever uses that term with guys. Well, let's start. I know. I think we should start. Let's I mean, we start all, right now. Bro to me is, like, basic is, like, a, a basic girl would date a bro. Like, for sure. You know? Um... Why did I think it was a good thing? I don't know. When you uttered Beyonce's name, my body like froze in terror. I thought it was good. I don't know. I thought it was good. I'm no. I, I really apologize. I really. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody. Yeah. Sorry, Beyonce. We're we're gonna issue like a more formal press release because that was grim. That was dark. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, both men and women can be basic. We don't hear it much, but um, I just think it's sort of like. You're, it's like the, if I don't think hipster is like a thing and it hasn't been for like years and years and years and years in my opinion, but a hipster would in theory sort of be on like diametrically opposed to someone basic, but also they can be basic. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just said you don't think hipster is a thing. Yeah. I don't think hipster is a thing anymore. I disagree. Oh, anymore. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for like a minute it existed, but even then I don't think it made much sense. I don't think it had like a clear... I think I have a clearer idea of someone basic than a clearer idea of a hipster, in my opinion. Like, a basic person is uniformly basic. They're, like, kind of one note, and a hipster can be... I think we've talked about this before. It can be anything from, like, wearing flannel and drinking PBR to, like, wearing suspenders with, like, a handlebar mustache. And it's, like... And drinking craft beer. And drinking craft beer out of a mason jar. It's, like, it's such a broad spectrum. Like, okay, like... Right. Why do you look like, sometimes I don't know, an some, Amish gangster? And why Sometimes do you it look does like feel like dude? people refer to anyone under 30 as hipster. Yeah, no, totally. It just becomes, like, a, it, it pretty much just means millennial. But, like, now it does, at least. But 
I hipster to me was like really only relevant for like for like the early early 2000s it was like 2000 like four to like 2011 being a being a student at UC Davis it was pretty evident who were the hipsters and who weren't the hipsters but that was in from like 2008 till 2011 Right, but okay. So see, the thing is, like, I could see a hipster in at Davis being different from like a hipster at NYU, but a basic girl at Davis and a basic girl at, at NYU, NYU the would same. be would be the same, in theory. Um, also, because yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Basic is basic is like a very weird one. I just don't like anything that is like so like sex specific. Hipster meant girls and guys, so there was something sort of like uniform about at least that part of it. That makes sense. It does. So makes a whole lot of sense. So to answer Paul's question, what defines being basic is someone whose taste meets the like lowest common denominator of the status quo. That is like someone basic. A boring asshole. A boring. Oh yeah, a boring bitch. Like a bad bitch and a boring bitch. But we're gonna start making basics a thing for guys too. I think we need to. Who's like the most basic guy in your opinion? Uh. Um. Jesus, dude. Most ba- I don't know, like Jersey Shore guys. See, yes, I don't know, sort of. I mean, like their taste is bad, but I don't know. They're still not. It, it's also a white thing. <laughs> I have to be honest. It does feel like it's also really specific about white people. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it's okay. But it's really gender specific and race specific. Okay. Like, I would so never wait, call anyone black. How about, uh, oh, basically. you never call like a black girl a basic, a basic girl? It wouldn't, I wouldn't instinctively call her that. And I think that if someone did call a, like, black girl basic, there's a really good chance that, like, that same person would be the type of person who'd be like, she's not even black. She's, like, a white, she's like a white girl, like a black, uh, white girl. You know what I mean? Like, there's sometimes you, like, have that. You, like, hear that, which is also sort of, like, offensive in its own way. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So there's the answer. So that's the answer. Thanks, Paul. Paul, I hope that you can carry that with you and move forward and... Take apply it to how you see the world and how you interact mm-hmm. with people and really let them know what you think of them. Yeah. Yes, I agree. On to the next question. This, this question comes from, uh, I don't know if she listens, Marie Cravens. I assume she's your friend. Yeah. Her question reads, should I pop my sty? I've had it for the past six days. Yes, no. Woof. First so, of all, shout out to the sty. So, sty, sty, I've only ever heard. Uh, I assume she's talking about sty, like a skin infection, right? A sty, I actually don't really know. It. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know like what causes it. It's basically, yeah, it's like a pimple on your eyelid. Eyelid, right? Yeah. Definitely not going to Google it because the images are going to fuck me up. Right. I'm about two images of a sty away from really vomiting on air. <laughs> Four, five seconds from Stein. I mean, my... Okay, so I have three other roommates. Two of them have had styes. <clears throat> and one of them self-medicated by heating the tip of, like, a pin. Oh, fuck. Like a, like a sewing needle. Uh, One, to sort of, like, disinfect it, and two, just, like, for the heat. And popped it. Uh, <laughs> yes. And honestly, it, w- it worked. So I don't know what to tell Marie because I 
I would never do that, but she's braver than I. Uh, um, my roommate who did that. Fucked up. It's really grim. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Would you never? I would do that. I would do that. You would do that. Yeah, I would. I'd probably. Were you do the that. type of person who, when your tooth was loose, you would like put like a string around? Your tooth and, like, pull it out? No, I, I, I was the person who would just kind of, like, fiddle with it with your tongue until it comes out. Oh, yeah, I was, I was too. I was a fiddler on the roof of my mouth, if you feel me. I was, like, constantly just like, eh. Look, um, any, anytime there's, like, a weird, round, protruding thing coming out of my body, I'm definitely going to pick at it until something explodes because, A, that's just satisfying. Mm-hmm. And, and B, B, it's what you've been doing since you were a teenager. Right. Oh. It's what men have been, it's what, sorry, not men, not just men. It's what humans have been doing since the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sure. do you think that cavemen <laughs> and women didn't get styes in their eye? That's a good question. I don't know. They definitely did. And they you definitely, they, did? they definitely picked at it and poked they at it. They were probably so ugly. No one noticed. Until it exploded. And you had that sweet, sweet instant gratification of body fluid flying out of you. Oh, my God. I mean, how would a caveman know if they had a sty? They didn't have mirrors. But isn't it just uncomfortable? I mean, isn't it not just, it's not just like a, a, like a, like a thing you see, it like makes your eye itch, right? I don't think it makes it itch. It sort of like weighs down the so lid. It's up. like. But you it's can see. It's almost like something before, it would be like almost like pre-pink eye. Look, and it's like a little, like, <clears throat> you get it on your, same thing. you get it on your eyelid and it's like, you can see, it's like, yeah, you can like tell it's like kind of irritating, right? Right. Yeah, it is. I um, mean, look, the fact is you can pop it. Whether you should, we at the Good Friends Podcast don't feel comfortable telling you yes or no. Look, we're not medical doctors. I'm going to say, go ahead and pop it. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to say pop it, too. Like, I'm not a doctor. However, I am ordained at the Universal Life Church. So as someone with a real connection to God, um, I can guarantee that you'll be fine in the bigger picture. Like, every mistake we make here as mortals on Earth is just a stepping stone to our redemption above. It's true. So, So, yes, go with God. Pop your side. Go with God. Pop your side. Um, Heat the end of a sewing needle. Um, make sure you really clean it, heat it significantly, give it one blow, and then pop that stat. I say find the rustiest needle or the dullest rock you can <laughs> and just go to town. Yeah, or you could do that. Honestly, just, like, put your hand under whatever desk you're at. If you feel sort of like a protruding nail, that's God telling you that you have the tools <laughs> in front of you. Pull the needle out. Yeah. And before you even do anything, just start shoving it in your eye. Go with God. Go with God. But yeah, pop the sty. Please, Marie, give us an update um, yeah, at the Good Friends Podcast. Maybe we'll set up a Google Voice phone number so that you can leave a voicemail and we'll play it on air. If you go to the um, hospital, though, don't you better not goddamn dare think about suing us. Yeah. If I hear, like, Cravens v. Good Friends, you bet your sweet ass I'm throwing myself off a bridge. Or, actually, maybe I'll just represent myself because sometimes when people push my buttons, I enter my second skin, which is Erod Borodkovich. <laughs> the lawyer with a heart of gold. Dope. So dope. Yeah. I want you I'm, fighting for me. Yeah, I would walk in. Well, I would, like, I would like make sure I get to the courthouse late so everyone's like, Mr. Dale, where's your lawyer? And then right at that moment, the door is open and it's me and like a, a cheetah. Yeah, like a cheetah bustier, <laughs> denim shorts, High huge heels. frizzy hair. Um, yeah, like like shitty, like wicker wedged heels. 
And I say, did someone say lawyer? And then I saunter down. <laughs> As the judge is like, yeah, where is the lawyer? And I'm like, right here. I'm Arod Brodkovich. <laughs> I'm Arod Brodkovich. They're called boobs, Ed. My favorite line from, <laughs> from the movie. Um, so, yeah, honestly, Sty and Sue, go ahead. Because yeah. this chica is ready for her next case. All right. Next question. Okay, next question. Um, this question comes from Brittany Holges, good friend of the good friends, PKS. Um, okay, the question is, why do straight white males always want to play devil's advocate? Like, they don't have, like, we don't have enough to fight about without you making me waste my time killing it in this debate about hypothetical stuff that you apparently agree with me on, but just want to make sure I see both sides of. This is real. What? What? This is real. Come on. Straight white guys do this. Oh, my God. You disagree? Yes, obviously. I'm a straight white man. Of course I'm going to disagree. Yeah, because you're playing devil's <laughs> advocate right now. Uh, you're telling me you haven't been in a completely rational conversation. There's been some guy like, I mean, yeah, but, like, I also think, like, you know, I don't, I don't think this, but don't you think that? And then they launch into like a complete counter argument. My, my point, my argument would be, is this, a, is this necessarily a bad thing? Is this really a bad thing? Really? Trying to get someone to see both sides of an argument. But I just, okay. <laughs> okay. So here's, okay. So this is, here's a good, here's a good example of a version of this debate, which is, when universities say that they don't want certain people coming to speak. I think this is like a, this is a good example. Like if a school says that they don't want, um, who's like a good pundit to like bring up? Like, uh, like, uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah. Like Sean Hannity or, you know, Megan Kelly even, or, or, you know, who's, who's a really good example. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter is a good example. Like, if a school says that they don't want uh, Hannity or, like, an Ann Coulter to come and speak at their school, you can make the argument that, like, they're closing themselves off to an entire side of the debate, that they've made up their mind already, and that they're not actually exchanging ideas. Um, they're just wanting to hear their opinion again and again, right? Like, that's the whole idea of, like, curating your newsfeed and stuff, okay? But if I, if someone was to ask me, I'd say, no, I don't want these motherfuckers coming to my school because the thing about the Hannity's and the Coulter's is that they also don't believe the shit that they're saying. They're just saying it. Like, Ann Coulter could easily be a liberal propagandist. Well, she isn't could. Isn't she married to, like, isn't she married to She's married like, to liberal... a super liberal politician. Yeah. Like, hello? Like, that is somebody who is... Who enjoys speaking. So That's someone who enjoys oration. So you're saying just like the straight white males who do this, the pundits who come to schools spewing whatever they say, they don't actually believe what they're saying. Right. Or rather reverse it. Much like culture coming to these schools, the straight white males don't believe what they're saying. It's like I just don't agree that people need to be a receptacle to hear what someone has to say just because they're framing it as an opinion that they – that. Like, low-key, they don't even hold. Look, Some people just like hearing their own voice. Okay. I'll say this. As a straight white male who I definitely do this, I definitely do this especially with my girlfriend, mm -hmm. fiance. Mm -hmm. 
you'll, and I'm, you'll I'm, I'm, just I'm bring speaking, up the other I'm side of it. I'm speaking just from my experience with her, okay? When we're moving in to our place together, do you think she's going to let me put up any of my baseball stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you think she's going to let me hang up any of my Game of Thrones world maps? Yeah. <laughs> Yes or no? Do you think that's gonna? She's gonna let that fly? I think the answer is no, but I'm devastated. She's definitely not going to, right? That makes me sad. Do you think I hear a mouthful when I go for an extra piece of cake on dessert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I I'm definitely sure you do. do. Do you think that I get shit for when I uh, don't put my shoes in the proper place? <laughs> I'm like, what is the proper place? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with yes, but I'm gonna ask you Definitely. more about that later. Like, let's say I kick my <laughs> shoes off right when I get home. They're supposed to go under the couch. I keep them on the, on the, on the placemat. I'm gonna hear about it. And guess what? Okay. I'm gonna fucking take my shoes and put them under the couch. Okay. And I'm not going to put up my Game of Thrones world posters. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. hang up my baseball memorabilia. Okay. I'm not gonna get that extra piece of cake at dessert. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You a bitch. I'm gonna no, take, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to take a piss out of Pam mm-hmm. or whoever. Most, m- most often it's Pam because mm-hmm. I love her and we, I, we can do this stuff and she's not going to get too angry at me. Right. <laughs> okay. When she has a crazy opinion or she's saying something, I'm going to play devil's advocate not only to try to get her to expand her, her wh- wh- the way she's thinking, but also just to kind of like, you know, just to like poke, the, poke the bear a little bit. That is the thing. That is, that is the thing that they, that you people do. <laughs> it's so, so it's you, that whoa, minor whoa, whoa, motivation. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> are you saying, are you saying, sir, the only trolls that exist are white guys? Because essentially Brittany is talking about trolling. Is she not? Is she not? A, de- a devil's advocate is kind of a troll. It's true. It's a bit of a troll. It's someone who has no stakes in the argument that they're making. I would say that white guys aren't the only trolls. Who trolls? Who, 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 who else feels like they have the constant right and space to troll freely? <laughs> Dude, people troll all the time. Not just white guys. People troll. If you go... If you go your boy Joey BK knows about this, okay? He's a Warriors fan. If you go okay. follow NBA Twitter, anytime the Warriors are losing, there's going to be millions of trolls who are out there just to revel in Warriors in Warriors fans fretting about losing the rare game here or there, talking about how Steph Curry isn't the greatest player in the NBA right now, and it's not just white guys. It's anyone who wants to see... The people on top. But I think that there's a difference. There's a difference ball. between a devil's advocate and a troll in that, like, a troll doesn't even need an opening to troll. Like, a troll can be their own alpha and omega. They can start it and end it because the troll is like a self-contained thing. You know what I mean? A devil's advocate hops into a debate that is existing without them and... And then trolls, pretty much. But they don't even... I don't know. There's, there is, there's just this difference. I feel like... I don't know. I, pref- I, I don't mind a troll. I like trolls. I troll sometimes. But, like, devil's advocate is just such an annoying position to take because it's, like... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's similar in that you're doing it just because you're enjoying it. 
for no other reason than to enjoy it. But like, why? Sounds like, like a why? Troll to, <laughs> because you just mostly it's because you want to be contrarian. Right, and I hate people that just want to be contrarian. I think it's to- I, but I th- uh, fine. It might be annoying. I think it's important that that happens. Why? <laughs> because if I don't. I don't mind contrary opinions, but I reject inherent contrarians. People that just whose whose opinion is formed only in reaction Look, to the opinion they're hearing. I agree with you. I think it's super annoying uh, when you're in a nice little conversation about your opinions on Donald Trump and then someone goes, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, but isn't he kind of like, I mean, some, I, I will appreciate it even if I'm horrified, um, if they believe it, but I think Brittany's asking straight, why straight white males feel like they always have to bring in the broader picture just to bring it in. And it, there it well, is okay, something look, that straight white so, guys do more than okay, anyone else. Look, 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 the real, qu- the real answer to this question is all straight white guys feel like they know what they're talking about. They feel like they're smarter than everybody. Therefore, right. they have to take a dissenting opinion to make sure that they... They uh, think they're the last tell word. Everybody, right. They, they're the ones who have the full scope of everything, and they need to uh, make sure that everybody knows that they know the whole picture. <laughs> right. That's, that's the, the an- macro That's the answer, answer that you want. That's the answer that, that uh, the good friends, listeners, want to hear. Right. That's the answer that Brittany <clears throat> and everyone else has already answer for themselves. Right. That's the we answer that, that you guys true. have all crafted. And by right. you guys, I mean everyone who agrees with this uh, this uh, point of view. Right. But playing oh, devil's are advocate. You, are you playing devil's advocate? I was right. <laughs> like, the fact. <laughs> I mean, come on, though. I mean, like, what, what the fuck? We wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for, you know, uh, us disagreeing with each other every once in a while. It's true. I don't mind disagreement. I mean, devil's advocate is just a, uh, it's so tough. I just kind of wish sometimes people would like shut the fuck up unless they actually care about something. <laughs> right. Okay. That's fair. That's it. But, but no, that is the answer that people want to hear. And it is true. That is something inborn in like, in a space where a lot of people are talking and like giving their opinion, a straight white dude, I think feels like judge and jury just inherently. I think they do. I just think that they do, unless they're like so shy, and then that's their own shit. But Jesus. I still feel like Dude, they we get own so much shit. When is it going to be time for <laughs> straight white guys to get together and just uprise? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all did <laughs> right. We and kind also, of were in this election season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were kind of in control for a while, so. Yeah, and this election season is all about that. Yeah. It's pretty much a civil war. Yeah. An ideological civil war. All right. Well, time for maybe it is time for straight white guys to just take a chill pill, take a back seat. I mean, I just want us to have, like, a world where for, like, a day, like, all of you guys are dead. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Would you kill me? If you could kill me, would you kill me? I wouldn't kill you, but I'd make you watch as I killed the others. (laughs) And so that you would fear me and know that I'm making a choice, not killing you. Okay. So you'd always feel indebted. Wow. Well, that's really psychological. Yeah, it is. Last well, night I went and played laser tag and we were like about to play like a huge group of strangers like in the same game. And for a minute I was almost going to be like, oh, like I'll join their team 
And my plan was to destroy them from the inside. Oh, you're going to double cross them. Yeah, I was going to double cross. I was going to be like, yeah, like to make it even, like I'll like be on their team and like we can all play together. But then my plan was to be like, like, hey, like I know I don't know you guys, but like that guy was talking shit about you. <laughs> and then to go to the next guy and be like, that guy who's like looking at you right now kind of pissed, like he's been talking a lot of shit all night. I want to play laser tag. It was great. It was so fun. We should go. It was really fun. I like was in sni- like American sniper mode. I was just like full throttle, like ISIS propaganda moment. I was loving it. It was so good. Yeah, it was really fun. So those are our questions for now. Um, we have some others. And as always, please email goodfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Give us your questions, whatever you need answered. Like, you know, we want it. Um, we want to help you. Help me help you. you know? We have other questions. We'll get to we'll get to answering them in a little yeah. bit. Uh, if you didn't hear your date. question tonight, it's because we're saving it for um, a more relevant episode that we see coming. Um, some of these questions have been reserved because we have topics that they will really be a perfect fit for, and they're coming in the next. <laughs> First things first, rest in peace, sucker fear. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. I get my bitch pregnant, I'm a baby. So, devil tongue of the week. This is a this is quite quite a quite an episode, but we're giving devil tongue of the week this week to snitches everywhere. Oh, okay, snitch, snitch, All you're right. a snitch. Yeah, just snitching on the down low. This is a story about the NBA. The Lakers, Snapchat, Iggy Azalea, and what happens when when shit gets leaked to the press. Ooh, that is like a hateful eight cast of characters. Like it is put, quite the put cast them characters. in like a goddamn like log cabin and watch them eat each other alive. So last week there was so you're aware the the Los Angeles Lakers, their basketball team, they play in LA. Uh they historically have been really great. This year, they're fucking trash. Ugh. Awful. Have they, is Second this the first year they've been bad in a long time? No, they were kind of bad. They were pretty bad last year, but it's like two years in a row of them just being god awful. A god awful team. Okay. They last year they picked uh, the draft, which of course is the way that NBA teams get new players on their team. The Lakers are the second pick in the draft. They picked this guy. Named D'Angelo Russell. He is, uh, so the second pick, he's supposed to be very good. This year's kind of been up and down for him. He gets made fun of by his coach all the time. He's, by he's his like, coach? That's he's bad 19, morale. He's 19 years old, so he's kind of immature. Uh, he's teammates with this guy, Nick Swaggy P. Young, who, if you are aware of this, is engaged to none other than Iggy Azalea. Mm-hmm. All right, so setting the stage up a little bit. Last okay. week, there was a video that got leaked to the to the media. And in the video, it depicts D'Angelo Russell, the rookie, the 19-year-old, and Nick Young, Iggy Azalea's fiance. They're chilling in a hotel, probably after a game. Just you Who's know, filming this video? D'Angelo Russell. He's filming the video. For and what? He's just 
you know, maybe they're they're pulling pranks. They're trying to okay. get. They've been pulling pranks on each other all year. D'Angelo Russell is trying to think of a good way to to make to get uh, Nick Young kind of like pranky prankville. Okay. He brings up cheating. Oh <gasps> no. Yes. So he gets Nick Young to start talking about people that he's cheated with, right? So Nick Young goes, he's like, so I, the, the, you can find the video online if you uh, look around. Okay. I, it's kind of hard to tell, but if you read the, uh, the, the transcript of it, what happens is D'Angelo kind of asks Nick Young if he's ever cheated on his, on his fiancé. Nick Young brings up this 19-year-old that he met at a club oh, that he fucked. No. Yes. Uh, D'Angelo Russell D'Angelo Russell goes, Amber Rose? Nick Young goes, nah, she knows my girl. Oh, no. Uh, so, <laughs> no. So this video last week gets leaked to the press. The Lakers, for the past week, have all been ignoring D'Angelo Russell, all right? Because they view him as having snitched on Nick Young. This of course. Vi- but this video got re- th- this video was recorded in December. It only got leaked like last week. Okay. So but who leaked it but him? Dude, no one knows. He had a press conference yesterday where he said like he didn't leak it. He has no idea how it got out. They had a game yesterday, okay, Rod? They had a game mm-hmm. yesterday. Every single time he touched the ball, the entire crowd booed him. No. Yeah, dude. No, 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 no. Are you serious? They booed him on player introductions. They booed him whenever he touched the ball. They booed him at the free throw line. They booed him when he shot. Uh, the team, the fucking team was ignoring him the game before. There's this great clip of him just begging for the ball from the center as, as the center's like taking the ball off the court. So he's definitely like the pariah of the team right now. But holy shit, the debate, that's so intense. The debate that was going around the internet yesterday was who really is to blame? Is it. Swaggy P for cheating? Mm-hmm. Is it D'Angelo for having this video leaked? That's about it. What do you think? It's D'Angelo. But shouldn't shouldn't Nick not have shouldn't Nick Young not have been cheating on his girl? Of course, but that is between Swaggy and Iggy. Yeah. What is D'Angelo doing recording this? Apparently they'd been pulling pranks on each other and this was something that he had been doing as a kind of prank. That's a dumb prank. What were the other pranks? I don't know. Like whipped cream in the hand, like tickling his nose so he like slaps his face. And then he's like, okay, I'll just destroy your marriage. I saw some crazy like media hot take report that said that it was Nicki Minaj's camp that like leaked the video (laughs) (laughs) to get back at Iggy Azalea. (laughs) That is such a layered conspiracy theory. My... God. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Azalea Banks. Right. Um, oh, friggin' K. I mean, that is so intense. I mean, a better conspiracy theory is that it was Iggy's camp because this just makes Iggy more um, sympathetic as she's right. re- getting closer to releasing the new album. That oh. is a better conspiracy theory, I think. So, anyway, that's kind of What has she said about this? Is she calling off the wedding? Nothing. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, not, not that I've seen. My, she's like, I'm not losing everything again. Right. But, <laughs> but anyway, he uh, he eats alone at breakfast now. And says uh, who? What do you mean? Says who? How, how do you know? Oh, really? Is all, or is that a euphemism? All, this is all in a Baxter Holmes ESPN reported uh, news piece oh, where he's like eating my. alone and no one talks to him in the locker room. 
and uh, the coach yeah. is saying really funny, snide comments about him. It's just a fun. It's just a fun last week in the NBA. That's amazing. This is the shit I look. I I wish I wish I was watching that game. That is a perfect confluence of like celebrity gossip, like tabloid stuff, and like infidelity. Sports. Yeah, and infidelity, and then the two are literally meeting on the court. Yeah. So anyway, oh my right. god! Iggy hasn't teammates. said anything during any of this. So they had like a press conference yesterday. Okay. Nick Young kind of said like, "Look, we're I want to keep my private life private," and that's pretty much it. He didn't he didn't take questions. Uh, there was like a, a news story that said like Nick Young accepted D'Angelo Russell's apology quickly after that story came out. Nick Young tweeted, "What I accept," and then deleted that tweet. <gasps> so I think they're probably still working through it. I saw Damn. that. I saw that. The Lakers are already thinking about trading uh, D'Angelo Russell, who is a rookie and only oh 19 God. years old. So, honestly, that probably would be the best. Uh, but they hated most. him already. The coach is already mean to him. Yeah, the coach. I mean, but he's a. I mean, I think part of that is tough love because he's 19 years old. Right. You got to be rough so that he gets like a thick skin and can handle it. Right. But Yikes. So, that is so dark. I want to see the video of people booing him so bad. Please tell me there's a super cut. I think you could. I don't know if there's a super cut, but I'm pretty sure you can find clips of it. I need this. Yeah. I need it. I need you to find it for me. Uh, I could. I was watching the Please. Warriors. I was watching the very exciting Warriors game last night, so I didn't watch the Lakers game. Oh my god, this game sounds so much more exciting. The idea of him touching a ball and everyone's like, like immediately <laughs> is amazing. So anyway, Devil Tongue goes to snitches. Yeah, snitches get stitches. Uh, um, that's amazing. Okay, good friend. What's good? Um. Oh, what? Oh yeah, my good friend, the Warriors. They're just they they eclipsed their uh, their franchise record in wins last night. They're at sixty eight and seven. They've, Jesus. They've, they're they're on well on pace to break the the Bulls all time wins record. Um, so it's a great time to be a Warriors fan. No, oh my God. no are they the new Bulls? Like if you're growing up right now, is Steph Curry or yeah, Jordan? Yeah, dude. If you're like a five year old kid, Steph Curry is Michael Jordan. Damn, and the Bay is popping the off. Popping. Popping right now. Also, so yesterday there was this crazy quote. There was a New York Times article about uh, the the Warriors uh, kind of like move towards um, like like how smart they've been in business and stuff. And there was a big interview with the owner, and the owner said that he's won a million dollars on at a blackjack table over nine times, which is fucking crazy. What? Why? Because he's just what has good. He's like no. He's like good at. I don't know. I guess he's good at like calculating uh, uh like counting cards or something and like odds but Whoa. the fact that he's won over this guy's already a billionaire and he's he's like he's he's at blackjack tables winning millions of dollars is is kind of nuts that's insane i feel like billionaires shouldn't be allowed in casinos so yeah this is probably like the fifth time the warriors have been my good friend but I know. They're just giving you more and more reason. I mean, it was an amazing <laughs> game last night, dude. You were there. You saw Rod was we watched that crazy Steph Curry miracle shot against the that Thunder. That was crazy. That was amazing. There was another really great I became a believer. I became, I became a, believer. a believer. Last night, Clay Thompson hit a very, very late game tying three. Super exciting. They took it to overtime. They stomped all over the Utah Jazz. And uh yeah, another sixty eight wins. They're, they could be sixty nine ing on Friday. Um, I'm watching. Right, you'd want to see Steph Curry 69, wouldn't you? I cannot wait to scream that I'm going to watch Steph Curry 69 all night. 
Mm-hmm, 100%. So, I kind of want to watch that game. They're playing Should the I? Celtics. Yeah, it's at 10.30 on Friday. Ooh, maybe I will. I was going to go see a movie, but maybe I'll watch Curry get into that sweet fetal. Yep, you should. Mama-like. Yeah, that is the a mil- like millionth time that you've picked the Warriors, but I think it's like a fine wine. They like keep, They give you more dude, reasons. you got to choose them. Yeah, it's true. I just can't wait for the week when they get devil tongue. It'll be a real fall from grace. Ugh, they've been devil tongue enough in my life. I really don't need them to be devil I know. You anymore. spent like 20-something years devil tonguing them. <laughs> this is their... <laughs> they've been devil tonguing me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're a fan? They may be 69 uh, uh, tomorrow, but they've been tonguing you for f- yeah, way dude, before that. But fucking me. Anyway. God, when it rains, it pours. San Francisco was like nothing and no one, and now it's like the city with like the team. It's so weird. Everything always happens in like... somber note on a much more serious note um my good friend of the week is the oh my god this is so intense like i actually it's such like a tonal change um but my good friend of the week is Susie emmons who is the who oh my god i'm like getting emotional wow this is so ridiculous um so a really good friend of mine lane and her sister ricky who is a good friend of the Good Friends podcast and listens and, like, often texts about the show. Um, their mother died um, last week um, or this past weekend, which is um, which was really sad news yeah, in really my sad. apartment. Um, Lane used to, like, live in this house, and I actually currently occupy the bedroom that she lived in. Um, and she was the first new friend I made in New York. Fun fact, when I moved here a few years ago. And her mom was great. And those girls are great. Lana's like one of my favorite people. Ricky's like one of my favorite one of my favorite people too. And that's just like a really bomb family. Yeah. And it's really, really sad. Yeah. But those girls are amazing. They're the product of their mom's love and just really, 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 really I don't know, just like a a real like fierceness. That mom just sounds like a like, she was a real fierce lady. And it, like, shows. Those girls are great. So, so Susie Evans is a good friend, like, eternal good friend of the Good Friend Podcast and good friend this week, for Susie sure. Susie Evans, rest in peace. Rest in, so, rest so in really, power. So, really, this is terrible news. Ricky and Lane, keep your head up. Y'all are the best. Y'all are the best. Um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a, a somber a somber note, but somber note, life but is real. Life, life is, real. is real. And we keep going. And we keep going. And, uh, yeah, life's, uh, life's fucked up, but you just got to keep chugging along. We chug along. That is the message of the Good Friends Podcast. We keep moving. Keep moving. Each week, new devil tongues, new good friends. Tower 
Shout hallelujah. So let's tell the world and just get happy about it now. We're happy days are here again. We're heading across a river. Soon your care will all be gone. Okay, on that note, <laughs> emotional. Yeah. Um, we bid adieu to everyone. Yeah, and uh, keep up the, the the questions, emails, goodfriendspodcast.com, and uh, yeah, we'll see everybody next week. We'll see everyone next week. B. B. B movie. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. La, 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 Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Run through the bed and scare up the milking cows. Run down the beach kicking clouds of sand. Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away. Stop and listen, love you.